What is going on, guys? It is the second episode of the Advanced Metric Podcast. It has been a very long time. I believe the last time I recorded an episode was uh, right before baseball season. Uh, I think I touched on the Bryce Harper news about him signing with the Phillies. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's been a while. Uh, obviously, I've been slacking, but uh, we're going to turn over a new leaf and uh, hopefully bust some podcasts out. Uh, Alright, so what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about some fantasy football. And uh, most of you guys know I'm a huge fantasy uh, fan. I love fantasy baseball, I love fantasy football. Uh, so I hope I can uh, give you guys some of my insight into the uh, 2019 season. Uh, we're just going to jump right in. So I have a list of my top 10 at each position. I do not have a top 10 kicker list currently. I'll have to work on that. But uh, yeah, I'm just going to drop my list and I'll give some insight into it. We'll talk about some draft strategy. So yeah. All right. Top 10 QBs heading into 19. Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Cam Newton, and Carson Wentz round out the top 10. So I've been struggling with this the past few days. Uh, if Patrick Mahomes is truly the number one fantasy QB heading into 2019, or if it's, or if it's a trap from last year. I mean, you could say the same about Andrew Luck. Obviously, he's had you know some injury issues in his career. You know, just poor offensive line play. You know, but that's that's changed. You know, they have arguably the best offensive line in the league. It's if if you don't want to argue that it's the best, it's it's definitely top five. But uh, if Tyreek Hill is suspended for four games, I do see a decent drop in production from Mahomes. And we, we don't know this yet. If Tyreek Hill ends up getting suspended for four more games, I would definitely choose Luck over him. Um, but we don't know that yet, so that's why I always like to wait until, you know, a week and a half, two, three weeks, somewhere, somewhere in that time frame, right before football starts to draft, because we don't know, you know, what happens in OTAs, training camp, I mean, there's people who, their seasons are over before the season, before preseason even starts, it's, uh, it's ridiculous, it's another reason I believe that we should, uh, only have two preseason games, uh, definitely not four, but uh, who knows? All right, and we're gonna talk about some QB draft strategy. When drafting a quarterback, now this is something in fantasy that it's just obviously so much different than the real NFL. Because in the real NFL, if there was a redraft right now, if everybody was put into a redraft, it would be a QB. Mahomes would go, Luck would go, you know, Watson, guys like that. Running backs would be running backs would be way down the line. Offensive linemen would become be coming before running backs, in my opinion. So, really, in a ten-team PPR, if you want to stack up on running backs and wide receivers and tight ends, you can do that, and you could stream quarterbacks all season long. Now, if you don't know what streaming means, if you're new to fantasy, I always like to you know 
help help you guys out. So streaming quarterbacks is basically if you waited until round until all the top guys were off the board and you took a guy like Trubisky week to week. Like if he plays, you know, a terrible defense one week, you you start Trubisky. If then you see on the waiver wire that, you know, whoever is a free agent, then you pick him up if he's starting against a, a terrible defense. You know, basically you're you're basing your QB play on matchups week to week. Um, that's that's what I like to do. Uh, I think just the amount of top QBs who you can, who can get you fantasy points every week is more than running backs. It, it it's more than running backs. I believe the difference between like the first and fifteenth quarterback and first and fifteenth running back points wise is a is several points like on a, on a per week basis. And if you're just doing that on per week, you know, if a running back's averaging three more points than, you know, whoever for that entire year, you know, th- those add up, you know, you you can lose games by one point, you can lose games by point one points, you know, any points are important. And that's why I'll stick with drafting top running backs and top wide receivers over QBs, you know, in 10 team PPR leagues, it, it looks like right now. You could probably, like, I've run some mock drafts on uh, Fantasy Pros, which is a great website. I uh, recommend checking it out. Um, but you can run mock drafts with, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 teams or whatever. And Mahomes is going, like, the fifth round. And that's just really early, even even though, you know, he's projected to be the highest scorer again. But... That, that's probably with Tyreek Hill not being suspended. Um, but personally, I, I would wait until round, you know, you could wait until the later rounds and get a Cam Newton who really should have a huge fantasy year. I mean, I have him ninth, but it really wouldn't surprise me if you see him fourth or fifth during the year. Um, you know, I... He, when he's healthy, he's good. You know, he's a great fantasy QB. And that's another thing, you know, there is a difference between good fantasy QBs and good real-life QBs because, obviously, you know, we have QBs right here who aren't better real-life quarterbacks than, you know, Tom Brady is. But, you know, Brady isn't getting drafted on average at QB until 23rd, you know, 23rd, 24th. Which, you know, quarterbacks like Josh Allen, and they're ahead of him. Um, you know, quarterback who hasn't even played, like Kyler Murray. Like, those are quarterbacks who are being drafted ahead of him um, on average. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's just one thing I'd like, you know, to address. But uh, we're going to move on to running backs quickly. Uh, so my top 10 running backs, this is in order, are Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin Kamara. Rounding out the top five, which is a little risky, but I, I see him having a good year uh, in, a new, in a new jersey is Le'Veon Bell. Six, Melvin Gordon. Seven, David Johnson. Eight, James Conner. Nine, Joe Mixon. And 10, Todd Gurley. 
Now, Todd Gurley, you know, you may be asking, why is Gurley 10th? Um, you know, the last two years, he's been the number one fantasy back. He has been, you know, in 2017 and 2018, he was the number one scoring back by far. And he was doing that with sitting at the one yard line, you know, missing out on touchdowns, which is hilarious to me. But because I haven't drafted him. But uh, on average, uh, we talk about, you'll hear me talk about ADP. Again, this is for, you know, people who might be new to fantasy or not, or, you know, don't pay as much attention as I do. ADP is average draft position. So, you know, just for instance, Todd Gurley on average is being drafted as the 10th running back. A little higher, 9.6, which it's risky. You know, we don't know exactly what his knee issues are going to be like. I mean, a healthy Todd Gurley is a top three real life back, but we don't know if, you know, the workload is, is going to change for him. And, and that's what people are predicting. And it makes sense. You know, McVay is making it really easy on Goff. You know, Goff is obviously improving. The offense is improving. Um, you know, they sh- the Rams should be right back, you know, right there. You know, NFC Championship game or Super Bowl again. I mean, they're, they're a great team. But in my opinion, with Gurley's knees in question, I-, I would guess that his workload changes to sort of preserve him. I mean, we, we know that running backs don't last long in this league. Um... So that's just something you've got to consider. Um, you, you don't want your, if you waste a second or third pick on Gurley and he goes down or, you know, he's only getting 10, 11 touches a game, it, it's a waste. What you're looking for is high volume guys. And by that, I mean guys who are going to touch the ball a lot. Barkley's going to touch the ball a lot. Look at, look who's around him, you know. Um, and, I mean, Andy's a special kid. Like he, he's that good that, you know, he, he deserves the number one pick in all leagues, flat out. Um, Christian McCaffrey, you know, he's he's Cam's best weapon. He caught over 100 passes last year. I, I believe he has 237 receptions in the last two years. Um, you know, that, that's crazy for a running back. Uh, that's why I have him as my second uh, fantasy back uh, in PPR leagues. Sorry, he has 187 receptions in the last two seasons. 237 targets in the last two seasons, which is still crazy. Which, you know, targets is important too because if he's getting targeted, that's that's more chance he has to, you know, score. Um, and what you're looking for is high volume, high snaps, high touches when you're when you're drafting these wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends. All right, so let's move on to top 10 wide receivers list. Uh, again, when we're talking about fantasy, production does not equal my representation or my views on who is actually the best wide receiver. Um, you know, fantasy is a different game. So here we go. Top 10 wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins at one, Devontae Adams at two, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham Jr., Michael Thomas rounding out the top five. Mike Evans, Juju Smith-Schuster, Antonio Brown, T.Y. Hilton, and Keenan Allen. Um, This one was tough. 
I gotta say, but Devontae Adams is the, you know, that, that'll probably be a question, you know, Devontae Adams, you know, above Julio, Odell, but fantasy-wise, he's the only wide receiver with 10 or more touchdowns in each of the last three seasons. He had 12 in 2016, 10 in 2017, and 13 last year, and you know, I think the Packers have a good year. Uh, in all, in all honesty, I believe that they could easily win the division. Uh, I see, I see Rodgers and Adams having a good year again. Like, uh, you know, that that's my prediction is that they uh, dethrone the Bears. I shouldn't say dethrone because the Bears, you know, haven't been anything special. They, you know, won the division title last year. But besides that, you know, that division's been obviously pretty, you know, Packers heavy. I feel like, but, uh, yeah, um, Mike Thomas, I believe he's like, you know, he's caught 120 passes each of the last three seasons or right around there or 92 in his rookie year. But I mean, he has over 320 career catches in three seasons. I mean, the guy is a fantasy stud, uh, you know, in a PPR league, that's gold. Yep, 321 catches in three seasons, which is, you know, obviously very good. Um, You know, and he's got 23 touchdowns. You're really not worried about things like receiving yards per reception. You know, you just want him to catch the ball a ton and score. I mean, targets, you're looking at 121 targets, 149, and 147. That's 417 targets in three seasons. That, that's really good. That's a high-volume guy. You know, Mark Ingram is is gone. You know, that just, that, you know, oh, that's a running back. What does that have to do with Thomas? That's just a less, that's just less guys that have to touch the ball. Uh, you know, Michael Thomas is obviously the number one wide receiver in that offense, and, and it's not close. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, on most boards, Besides mine, he is higher than seven. He's six, maybe fifth on some. Juju, Juju's a great wide receiver. And the thing is, I just don't know how he plays without Antonio Brown next to him. Now, now he's great. He really is. I mean, he had, you know, in his career, he's got 14 touchdowns, you know, 2,300 yards in two seasons. Got 111 passes last year. Um, you know, Big Ben is a fantasy QB. I mean, he throws the ball a ton. Uh, and, you know, like I said, Juju targeted 166 times last year. That's heavy. That That's huge volume. But I just want to see how he fares against teams number one. Like, when he's the main focus. I mean, when you're when you're alongside Antonio Brown, that is, that is crazy. I mean, you're not worried about the team's best, best corner. But, you know, I got to give him respect. He's a good wide receiver, but, and this could bite me. I just think that, I just think those, those six, Hopkins, Adams, Jones, Beckham, Thomas, Evans, I think they have better years than him. And eight, Antonio Brown. Uh, Derek Carr is his QB now. This, this is not Big Ben. You know, I'm not trying to hate on Derek Carr. But I really do believe we see a uh, a drop in Antonio Brown. And in my opinion, Antonio Brown was the best wide receiver in the league for, for many years. 
he was better than he was better than Julio. I mean, he put up incredible numbers. You know, these past really since 2013, man. I, I don't know how you could argue that anybody's been better than him. You know, but when you go from a quarterback like Ben who throws the ball, you know, 600 times a year. Yeah, he, I mean, Big Ben led the led the league last year in attempts. You know, 675 attempts. Your prior 561, and you know he's missed some games before then, so attempts drop off. But he's still throwing the ball a ton. And Derek Carr, I don't know if he's ever ever thrown the ball. Yeah, he's never touched 600 attempts. In 2014, he touched 599. So I guess 600. Um, but he just doesn't throw the ball as much as Ben. And he's just not as good. That, that, that's another thing. Derek Carr is nowhere near as good as Ben Roethlisberger. And, you know, I'm not a fan of Ben. Uh, I think he's obviously on the, the decline. Um, and let's talk about, let's talk about T.Y. Hilton. Uh, Andrew Luck is my favorite for MVP this year. Uh, I believe he has an extremely good shot at winning it, and uh, I might have to throw some dollars down on that because I'm, I'm pretty confident that we're seeing an Andrew Luck MVP season this year, barring any injury. And, uh, I, you know, I really believe that the Colts fight for the number one seed in the AFC along with New England, uh, I don't know, in the Chiefs. I think it's a, a, a Patriots-Colts 1-2 seed. Or a Colts Patriots one two seed. All right, so let's move on to top ten tight ends: Travis Kels, Zach Ertz, George Kittle, O.J. Howard, Evan Engram rounds out the top five. Hunter Henry, Jared Cook, David Njoku, Eric Ebron, and Austin Hooper. So yes, Travis Kels, uh, in my opinion. Hands down, number one, tight end. Uh, Zach Ertz, you know, people will say, you know, is it, should it be him or Kittle? But we've only seen Kittle for two seasons. And, you know, the first season he obviously, you know, didn't get the chance to be that productive. But... Ertz is just somebody who's consistent. Like, we we know what we're getting out of him. You know, the last four seasons, he's had over 100 targets. You know, since 2015... Excuse me. Since 2015, he's caught over 200 balls. Yeah, he's caught 343 balls since 2015 and almost 500 targets. You know, we're looking for consistency right there. And and that's, that's what you get out of him. Now... I don't have a problem drafting Kittle number two, but Ertz is definitely my pick. You know, Kittle's great. Uh, A hot take is that he benefited from Nick Mullins being that quarterback last year. I just don't think with Jimmy G, I don't think he targets him as much. Now, this might change this year because Jimmy G just sat on the sidelines all last year watching Kittle tear it up but I project a slightly worse season from Kittle but he still deserves the number three spot and number four we're gonna look at OJ Howard 
for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, you know, it's tough to gauge his, you know, how his fantasy production. Uh, you know, he's only played 24 games in the last two years. Uh, he's only started 22. You know, he's hasn't even combined for a thousand yards in those two years, but really he should see an uptake in the offense. You know, a healthy a healthy Winston is good for him. And Wilson or Winston's another, you know, guy who you could stream at quarterback, you know. He he throws the ball a good amount, you know. This is all barring health, you know. And don't be scared to draft somebody just cuz you know, you just can't base you just can't be like, "Oh, he's going to get hurt." No, you, you can't do that. You know, and you guys just heard me talk about Gurley's knees, but that's, I'm not scared of him getting hurt. I'm scared of his production and snaps and volume dropping because he's already experiencing injuries. And number five, we are going to round it out with Evan Engram. Uh, Engram, you know, he's a fast tight end. He, he's good. If I wish the Patriots had Evan Ingram. Uh, I think with Odell gone, you know, that opens it up even more for guys like Saquon and Ingram. Ingram should see, you know, he had 115 targets in 2017, and that was the year. That was the year. Odell didn't see any time because he was hurt. He played four games, started two. And, you know, Engram gets all that production because there's nobody else for Eli to throw the ball to. You know, he has Sterling Shepard. But, you know, look, Engram's hurt last year. Odell's back. Targets and production drops off. You see? So, that's another thing. You just want to look at, you know, who these guys have to share the ball with. You know, if... it's hard to, you know, gauge, you know, obviously if, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, and Julio Jones were on the same team, you wouldn't want to, and Odell Beckham, you wouldn't want to take, you know, you wouldn't want to take, like, an Odell or something like that, I mean, that's a stupid example, I'll I'll admit that, but you just got to look at who's going to touch the ball the most on each team, because that's important, you know, the chance you you just want your guys to have the chance to make the big play, score a touchdown. You don't want your guys to have to capitalize on little opportunity because that's when you get burned. When you draft guys who touch the ball four or five times a game or or less, that's when you're looking at you know got like two points a week from a guy. But when you when you consistently can get a guy who's getting targeted eight, nine, ten plus times, or is getting fifteen carries and ten targets out of the backfield, versus a guy who is getting ten attempts and five targets out of the backfield, you you take the high volume guy. All right, uh, Jared Cook, uh, new look Raiders offense. You got Antonio Brown there. Uh, Running back Josh Jacobs, uh, I expect his production to drop off a little bit. I mean, he still should have a good year. But uh, eight, David Njoku. Baker's just going to keep getting better, man. You know, I have him as my sixth fantasy QB this year. He, he's going to have a good year. 
and I believe Njoku should, you know, with him. Number nine, Eric Ebron. This this was a tough one because he shares he shares the field with Jack Doyle. Uh, Jack Doyle was obviously injured for last year. Uh, he is still injured, but he is expected to play in Week One this year. He only played six games in 2018 uh, compared to Ebron, who who had a career year. I mean, obviously he still you know have uh, has had drop issues. He had drop issues last year, but last year he had 13 touchdowns and was targeted 110 times, which is the most he's ever seen. Again, with the volume, that that that's good. In 10, we're going to round it out, like I said, with Austin Hooper. Uh, Matt Ryan, top five fantasy quarterback this year. I expect Hooper, you know, a few touchdowns, 40, 40 balls or something like that, which is good for, you know, a 10th tight end like that. And finally, we are going to move into special teams, which is tough. Or defense slash special teams, sorry, which, which is tough because... Most people would just look at it like, oh, draft a team, you know, draft a defense who doesn't allow any points. And while that is true, you want to look at, you know, uh, a team who, like, forces turnovers, a team who gets sacks. You want to look at all of that. Um, And last year, the Bears were by far, by far the best fantasy defense. Uh, they, uh, They had 27 interceptions. They had they had six six touchdowns on defense, and that's not counting special teams if they had one. Fifty sacks, you know that that's good. Uh, Twenty-seven interceptions and nineteen forced fumbles, nine fumbles recovered. So the Bears are number one on basically every defensive draft board. And now mine are a little different. I have the Ravens at number two, Los Angeles Rams at three, Jacksonville Jaguars at four, Minnesota Vikings at five, Houston Texans at six, Los Angeles Chargers at seven, Cleveland Browns at eight, Denver Broncos at nine, and New Orleans Saints at ten. Ravens defense is really good. It's really, really good. And uh, I think it just gets better. I think they have an even better year than last year and uh it, it, it's weird because I I have I, I just don't know if they make the playoffs I mean their defense is that good but we have to see a full year of Lamar and most of you who are listening to this know I'm not a fan of Lamar's QB play um I just don't think he's you know he's a good passer um that that's my only issue with him you know the kid can run he might not be a bad fantasy QB if you needed to stream somebody in deeper leagues, but you know, he really got exposed in that playoff game versus Chargers. He, you know, he completed under 50% of his passes, turned the ball over multiple times, but we'll see. You know, the Jags defense, it's always, uh, you know, it took us, it took a step back last year. Uh, They just had a bad year all around. I I don't see that happening again. Uh, I think they, they return maybe not to uh, 2017 form, but you know, somewhere you know better than last year, but not as good as the prior year. So, but yeah, number four, I believe that's a good spot for them. Um, Vikings, Texans, Chargers, Bron- Broncos at number nine. 
you know, they still have a great defensive line. They still, you know, force turnovers, you know, 17 interceptions last year, 13 forced fumbles, 11 fumbles recovered. They had two interceptions returned for a touchdown. Uh, these, I don't know if they had any special teams, but special teams also does count, and that's why it is D slash ST. Uh, I'm just pointing out the obvious, so uh, I don't mean to call you guys idiots. Well, some of you are. But, uh, yeah. So uh, that's going to round out my uh, top 10 at each position. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, I hope to make another podcast soon and talk about some uh, sleepers and busts and uh, my top 10 kicker list. And uh, I'll try to get a mailbag in and see what other questions you guys have for me. So uh, I really appreciate you guys uh, for listening. And uh, yep, thanks.